Hey, bitches. Welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are your Aloha. Ooh, and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. We're back at it um, with another random-ass episode. We're, try- um, uh, we're trying our integrated interface a little bit differently today. Yeah, we're, we're just really, like, becoming technicians <laughs> of sound. Um, so let us know how how it sounds for you all. Yeah, we're trying it without our microphones. So it's like, why did we spend like $100 collectively on these when we could have just been... I think they were only like 30 bucks. When I bought mine, it was 50. I don't know why. Oh, really? Inflation. Yeah. Inflation. Is yours black? No, mine's white. Oh. I like the white one just because of the aesthetic. Yeah, it does look nice. And it goes with the whole like Mac, everything is white. I know. Except my laptop is, like, black, but that's fine. It's gray. Yeah. Are your details on yours, like, white because it's gold? Uh, What do you mean details? still all black? You know how, like, on... The keyboard? Yeah, like, that's still black, right? Keyboard's black, yep. The, the, um, like, the screen around the edge is still black. Yeah. Okay. And never mind. I was just thinking of, like, how iPads are, like, white. You know, oh. and like the old iPhones, but we don't have those anymore. So um, in this episode, we this is something that we just came up with like two minutes ago. But... <laughs> I you don't have to tell them that. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Like we've been really thinking we long and hard and planning. This. Yep. But this is going to be the first in a series of awards. So Ooh, basically, yes. we'll be ta- we'll be talking about since regular award season is over, we're going to be talking about our we're going to be crowning our favorites <laughs> in certain categories. Like we usually do rankings, but I guess this is basically just a glorified ranking. But that's fine. So today. Yeah, we are going to be doing um, our top three actresses, each of us. And we don't know who who each other has, except for one that Kev claimed. But that's fine. <laughs> well, uh, I originated the, this idea came from that I wanted to do a deep dive on Reese Witherspoon. And then it was like, maybe we won't have that much to talk about about Reese Witherspoon. I mean, maybe we yeah. will. I don't know. It's just pretty interesting. Um, but like, but why then not we thought we'll have other people. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so do we want to just jump right into it? Do you have any updates that you would like to share with the class? So I don't think so because we'll get to it. We'll probably do a media review this week. I've been watching a few different things. I Um, actually have been. So I purposely today, because I just kind of want to keep track of everything that I've been watching during this time just to see how much of a trash human that I am. Um, so I like made a note in my phone of like everything that I've watched so oh, that's far great. and then that'll help me like keep track of it for this too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've remembered everything, but like if it's a series, I'm not putting it on there until I've finished it, I guess. Oh, have you been consuming I, that much? Like I can just remember no, everything that I've been watching. I don't, I don't think I've really been consuming very much because I've had like so many 
activities, you know? And I've found actually like I mean I, I'm sorry, you mean like watching Gilmore Girls? Yeah, like other like hot well, I've been watching a lot of Gilmore Girls. And That's like probably the bulk of it. Yeah. And I actually was scolded by my mom last night because she was like Is this why you're hiding we, in your room? No. <laughs> but she was like, every time we pick something to watch, you don't even pay attention. So yeah. I don't know why we start watching it. Uh-huh. Well, it's because, like, I just didn't like any of it. I do want to, I can address this later, but we started But you would never know, you don't know what you like because you don't actually watch it. I know you're right because I just scroll. Yeah. Like, I actually physically need to put my phone in another room. And, like, watch something. Unless unless it's something, like, and it takes a lot to, like, completely make me want to put my phone down. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, that was an aside. So tangent status. Okay, so I think that we should like alternate so yes, it's not like agreed. talking all at the same time. Um I'm gonna let so you Kev- go first, Eddie. Oh well, thank you so much. What You're a welcome. gentleman Unless you are. Unless you want me to just do Reese first. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Why don't you oh, just okay. do Reese? Because we already know that. Okay, so and if you listen to episode sixty-seven, this is gonna be episode sixty-eight. If you listen to episode sixty-seven. No, this is episode sixty-nine. Oh my gosh, Jesus. So okay. are we saying that all these women are sixty-nining? I guess. Oh no. Uh, anyway, can't be avoided now. Um. We were talking about Little Fires Everywhere and The Morning Show, which we had we had shit on The Morning Show before because we thought that it wasn't good, but then we started watching it, and it's amazing. Um, I Have you watched any more of that? No, but I, I want to today. Maybe. Me too as well. So um, The Morning Show is amazing. And I was just saying, like, Reese Witherspoon is really, like, she's really, like, it. it's just something to be important in the – celebrity realm and to stay important like to stay relevant is like really the issue that a lot of people have like they they're like good in something that they don't stay relevant Reese Witherspoon is always relevant she's amazing she's on TikTok she's like doing all these things um and so I'm gonna do a deep dive into Reese Witherspoon so I where do you think that she was born oh wow um I don't know I feel like somewhere in California she was born in New Orleans Louisiana Really? Did you yeah. know that? No, I didn't. Oh. So she's 44 years old. She was born in March, March 22nd, 1976. So she, her birthday was just there. Laura Jean Reese Witherspoon in New Orleans, Louisiana. And then she was raised in Nashville, Texas, uh, Tennessee. Sorry. Whoops. Have you um, seen those TikTok? Have you seen those TikToks that are like, have you heard of that actress who got stabbed? Yeah. Witherspoon. Oh, okay. Claudia <laughs> did one. It's so bad. Um, okay, she began her career as a teenager, making her screen debut in The Man in the Moon, 1991, following a lead, leading role opposite Mark Wahlberg in Fear, 1996. Her breakthrough came in 1999 with her supporting role in Cruel Intentions, and for Have her- Have you portray- seen that? No, I haven't. I think we should watch that. And for her portrayal of Tracy Flick in the black comedy election. I don't know what that is either. Okay, yeah, put I've it never, on our I've list. never even heard of that. She achieved wider recognition with her role as Elle Woods in comedy Legally Blonde in 2001 and its 2003 sequel. And for her starring role in the romantic comedy. Come on, I. Romantic comedy? Um, 
2002 romantic comedy. Oh my god, I.E. Reese Witherspoon and Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Sweet, Sweet home, home Alabama. Alabama. Oh I could not think. I almost said walk the line. Oh, well, that's the next one in 2005 for portrayal of. <laughs> I'm June like, that was definitely Batman. not a rom com. In the film Walk the Line, Arner gar- garnered critical acclaim and won her the Academy Award for Best Actress. Good for her. Oh my gosh, I was for I forgot that she was in this one. Um, following her a career downturn, yikes, with, during which her sole commercial success was the romantic drama Water for Elephants in 2011. Oh I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was good. The book is but good too. Made her career comeback when she produced the thriller Gone Girl and the drama Wild, both 2014, under her production company Hello Sunshine. She also starred as Cheryl Strayed in the latter, for which she received a second nomination for the Academy Award for Best Actress. Witherspoon ventured into television by producing and starring in the HBO series um, Big Little Lies, the Apple TV drama series The Morning Show, and Hulu miniseries Little Fires Everywhere. For the first of these, she won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Limited Series. Um, she also owns her own clothing company, Draper James. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like a uh, very Southern style. And she serves on the board of the Children's Defense Fund, Hillary Clinton. Oh my uh, gosh, yeah. She was named a Global Ambassador of Avon Products in 2007, <laughs> serving as the Honorary Chair of the Charitable Avon Foundation, and she received her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2010. Um, she was married once in 1999, divorced in 2007, and then she married Jim Toth in 2011, and she has three kids. I did not know that she had a downturn. I thought, like, I just thought that she was, like, good in Water for Elephants. It seemed like there, like, it was in, like, the 2010s. Like, she didn't really do very much. So she was also in, is this right? She was in Twilight? Uh, oh, the 1998 American neo-thriller. Never mind, not like that. <laughs> Not the vampire Twilight. <laughs> so she really didn't get worldwide recognition until Legally Blonde. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess I'm like, incorrect with my first statement about her being always relevant because <laughs> she had a downturn. I mean, she was relevant. I bet people still like knew who she was. But, wasn't but I it do like, think like, is that part of the reason why she started her own production company? Maybe. But I feel like people may have had a hard time like distinguishing her from like her Elle Woods character. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Because that was just so iconic. 2011, Witherspoon was the announcer of Playhouse Disney and was featured in many promos, bumpers, and commercials. That's when you know Playhouse Disney. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that time. Crazy. Um. Okay. Into. Oh, did you know this? In 2013, Witherspoon was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct after her husband was pulled over for suspicion of drunk driving. She later pleaded no contest to obstruction and was required to pay court costs. Hmm. Oh, wow. She hosted, oh my gosh, she hosted she, time. she hosted SNL on September 29th, 2001, the first episode to air after the September after 9-11. That's crazy. Poor Reese. She was like so young and she's uh-huh. thrown into SNL. Um, wow. In June 2013, Witherspoon filed suit against Marketing Advantage International, claiming it was it used her name and her image extensively in jewelry advertisements, jewelry, jewelry. without permission, 
both throughout the U.S. and internationally. My goodness. Oh, her claims were rejected. Whoops, sorry. Uh, She withdrew her lawsuit. Oh, in the wake of Harvey Weinstein, Witherspoon revealed that she had been sexually assaulted by a director at the age of 16 and has had multiple experiences of harassment and sexual assault throughout her career. Jeez. Oh, worries. Um, In 2019, Forbes listed her among the world's 100 most powerful women. Good for her. And she has a book called Whiskey in a Teacup. Are you going to read it? Nope. Me neither. Um, so that's Reese Witherspoon. I'm just going to go through her IMDb really quickly. Just I'll, I already oh, did the highlights, but I'll just... Give um, us the so lowlights, too. Right now, she's in... Oh, my gosh. I Wait, why do we know this? Luckiest Girl Alive? We read that. Oh, that was a book. She's the producer of it, and it's coming out. She okay, so she, I think because she is so involved with like her whole book club thing, she ends up producing like the. Oh my film gosh, really madly guilty. We know that one. That's another Leanne Moriarty. Yeah, so she's producing that one. She's producing Luckiest Girl Alive. Um, she's producing Legally Blonde three. I'm so excited. She's the producer of Tinkerbell. Interesting. Um, huh. Wow, she's really busy these days. So she's on the morning show. Little Fires Everywhere, Truth Be Told is another show that she's the executive producer of. Big Little Lies, uh, Master the Mess, Shine On with Reese is a TV series documentary. Jeez. Oh, wow. So she also has one. Interesting. Oh, she was the producer of it. Okay. Um, Da-da-da-da, Legally Blonde, Wild, Gone Girl, Legally Blonde 2, um, I think that's pretty much it. Good for her, Reese. She's five foot one and three quarters. She's so little. She's very little, I think. Okay, good job, Reese. You're one of my top three. Wow, good job, Kev. That was a really great, all-encompassing description. Okay, so my first choice is Anne Hathaway. <clears throat> Fuck off. Do you pick Anne Hathaway too? <laughs> You know Sorry. what I think is so funny about her Wikipedia article? Sorry, everybody, I'm turning. That at the top, do you see it? It says, this article is about the American actress for the wife of William Shakespeare. Oh, I didn't even read that part. Wife of Shakespeare. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Fuck you. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Strike. Well, I don't think I'm... Jacqueline Hathaway. I don't think our other ones are going to cross over. Okay. At least from what my choices are. Okay. So Anne Jacqueline Jacqueline. Follett. (laughs) I wonder if that's where that came from. (laughs) Um, Anne Hathaway, born November 12th, 1982. Oh, we should look up what their zodiac signs are. Well, Reese was um, an Aries, I think. March 27th. Uh, Aren't we in Aries right now? Yeah. She was March what? 22nd. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, is an American actress, the recipient of multiple awards, including oh, an Academy. Reese is a, or Anne Hathaway is a Scorpio. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, the recipient of multiple awards, including an Academy Award, a Primetime Emmy, and a Golden Globe. She was one of the highest paid actresses in the world in 2015. Her films have earned over $6.8 billion worldwide, and she appeared in the Forbes Celebrity 100 list in 2009. 
Um, do you want to guess, or you already know where she's from because you saw it. New York. Or did you not look? Okay, yeah. She's from Brooklyn. She was born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and she graduated from Milburn High School in New Jersey, where she acted in several plays. So that's like where she got Which her place? acting like, like, um, debut. Like Wonderland? Maybe. Um, as a teenager, she was cast in the television series Get Real, and she made her breakthrough um, as the protagonist in her debut film, the Disney comedy The Princess Diaries. Dude, that was also Literally. 2001. That's interesting. Oh, That's yeah. That's when Legally Blonde was. Wait, what year was Reese born? Uh, 1985. Okay, Re- or Anne is no. 82. Wait. I thought Reese was older than that. 1976. Oh, she's old. Okay. Um, and then Hathaway made a transition to adult roles. Okay, Princess Diaries is definitely an adult role. That was Agreed. a very sophisticated film. Mm-hmm. Um, she made a transition to adult roles with the 2005 dramas Havoc and Bro- I forgot she was in Brokeback Mountain. I've actually never seen it. I haven't seen it all um, the way through. Also, that's like such a editorial thing for Wikipedia to say. Like, just state the facts. Exactly, yeah. Like, why do you need to say that? Okay. The comedy film The Devil Wears Prada, also one of our favorite movies, in which she played an assistant to a fashion magazine editor, was her biggest commercial success to that point. She oh. played a recovering alcoholic in the drama Rachel Getting Married, which earned her a nomination for the Academy Award for Best Actress. I don't even know what that is. I've do never you? even heard of that. No. No, and she was nominated for an Oscar. Wow. That was from 2008. Um, and then she list. she followed this with roles in the commercially successful romantic films Bride Wars, amazing, love. Valentine's Day, amazing, Love and I Other love Drugs, Valentine's pretty Day. good. I like um, Love and Other Drugs. Jake yeah, I wouldn't Hall. say amazing, but it's good. Um, and the fantasy film Alice in Wonderland, amazing. <laughs> it's good. Um, and then. In 2012, she starred in The Dark Knight Rises. Cool. Um, and then she also played Fantine in Les Mis, mm. which I have, I still have not seen that movie. I, you should definitely I watch know. that. That's when she won the Academy Award. I know. Um, which she won for Best Supporting Actress. Um, she went on to play a scientist in the science fiction film Interstellar. Which one was that? Was that the one Wasn't where they were... Wasn't that the one with... Uh, uh, I think I'm thinking I think I think I'm thinking of gravity. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of too. I don't know if I know what interstellar is. Interstellar, it's like a dystopian movie with Matthew McConaughey. With, oh Matthew McConaughey. No, I don't think I know what that is. Bill uh, Irwin. Do we know who that is? He was also in her that other one, the marriage uh, one. Anyway. Rachel getting married. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have no idea what that is. Um, and then okay, she, wow, so she this was is Matt. interesting. What the, do you want to talk? The next part, The Simpsons. Oh. Um, she was the owner of an online fashion site in the comedy The Intern, also Amazing. one of my favorite movies. It's so good. And a haughty actress in the heist film Ocean's Eight. I actually did like that, surprisingly. Me too. Um Hathaway has also won an Emmy Award for providing her voice in The Simpsons, sung for soundtracks, appeared on stage, and hosted events. Like, Anne, why did you stoop so low as to being on The Simpsons, though? That's just, like, 
that's not part of, part of her brand. A little embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, she also supports several charities and causes. She's a board member of the Lollipop Theater Network, an organization that brings films to sick children in hospitals and advocates gender equality as a UN Women Goodwill Ambassador. Wow. Um, she's married to businessman Adam Schulman, with whom she has two sons. They've been married <laughs> since 2012. Oh, my. Sorry. Corona. <laughs> Wrong bite. Ooh. <laughs> do you need to do you want to mute got any sirens oh sorry yeah okay so i feel like that was a pretty well-rounded view yeah. into her life i want to see if there's like there are any other details <laughs> of like her personal life i think it's interesting how they break up her career like debut then transition to adult roles and greater success like she couldn't have had any greater success than she did in princess diaries like okay. yeah exactly and then romantic um, films and hosting events. And then, oh, Christopher Nolan. What films did she have with him? Who's Christopher Nolan? Isn't he, like, someone important? Oh, like The Wizard of Oz? She was in The Wizard of Oz? Oh, she did the audiobook recording on audible.com. Oh. Okay, well, don't oh, go through IMDb. I'm doing that. Sorry, Christopher Nolan is the guy who directed uh, The Dark Knight. Oh, cool. Love a good superhero flick. Um, okay. Exit out. You can take the reins. Okay, thank you. I just want to talk about like, do you think her personal life would be interesting? Yeah. Okay, so in 2004, Hathaway began a romantic relationship with Italian real estate developer Raffaello Folieri. Ooh. Um, ooh, this is like, okay, so he had this Manhattan-based foundation that focused on efforts of providing vaccinations for children in poor countries. In 2008, it was investigated by the IRS to file required nonprofit information forms, and then he ended up being arrested on defrauding investors out of millions of dollars in a scheme in which he posed as the Vatican's real estate agent. What? It was reported that that the FBI confiscated Hathaway's private journals from <gasps> Foliari's New York City apartment as part Wait, of their ongoing investigation. They no, they weren't married. Um, Hathaway was not charged with any crime. In October wow. 2008, after earlier pleading guilty, he was sentenced to four and a half years in prison. Um, so now she's married to Adam Shulman. Wow, they really jumped like 10 years um she's married to adam shulman they have two kids she lives in the upper west side um what else they hathaway and shulman sold their wedding photo and donated its profits to same-sex marriage advocacy group sweet um what else yeah not that much that's very interesting she spoke of her experiences with depression as a child, she is, um, oh, she credited quitting smoking for the subsequent decline in her stress level and returned to being vegetarian. Oh, she began smoking after her relationship with that Italian guy. Oh, interesting. Um, and then she is, as of early 2012, she's vegan. But then she quit um, while filming Interstellar. So she is no longer vegan. Cool. Does this say anything about her um, drinking situation? Oh, did she have a drinking situation? Remember, wasn't it that she wasn't going to drink until her kid was 18? 
Oh, yeah, no, that's not on here. But that is an interesting thing. I wonder if she's still Tidbit. doing it. She might I bet be. She's, I bet she's not doing it in this quarantine. Oh, you don't think so? I don't know. Maybe she's well, really sticking with it. She said she's not doing it for 18 years, so she better fucking stick with it. Yeah, I guess, like, what's the difference? Okay, so that is her life. Let me just scroll through her IMDb. Um, filmography, just in case there's anything else that pops up, um, especially, like, newer. Th- I feel like you found stuff that was, like, newer. Like, new, um, like, news. New news. Just, like, stuff that isn't out yet. Okay, so she... Oh, right, she was also in... Um, She was in that Modern Love show. Oh, yes. Well, that's where I, where I saw an ad for Modern Love, and that's where I remembered her from. Gotcha. Um, so she... Oh, she was also in the um, sequel to Alice in Wonderland, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Um, Dark Waters... Do you know what that is? Uh, yeah. Wait, the scary movie? Dark Waters. No. A corporate defense attorney takes on an environmental lawsuit against a chemical company. Snore. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last thing he wanted. This sounds good. Oh. A veteran DC journalist loses the thread of her own narrative when a guilt-propelled errand for her father thrusts her from byline to... Is this the one that's on Netflix? Yeah. What's it called? The Last Thing He Wanted. This is that movie. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. I don't know. I didn't see it, but it sounds kind of good. It's adapted from a book. Yeah. Um, The Witches... Oh, it's uh, a book based on Road Dahl's book. Wait, was that new? It's expected October 9th, 2020. Oh, it hasn't come out yet. I knew I had th- that movie. Did you see the original movie of that? I don't think so. It was I feel so like I scary. read the book, I though. was always so scared. Oh, my gosh. It's starring Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and Stanley Tucci. <gasps> Stanley Tucci's in it? Octavia Spencer? Which one's the witch? Oh, I think I there's multiple know. witches. Um, okay, and then they just announced a movie called The Lifeboat about a shipwreck. Sweet. Okay, well, so that is Anne Hathaway. She's really still Anne. doing stuff. Yeah, killing it. Good for All her. All right, you're, you're up, Kev. I don't know. I, I think well, you, you can... can Oh, go ahead. You can you can probably guess this one because of what we were talking about earlier. Um, my next, my third and final awardee is Miss well, Anna. Can... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Who do you think it is? <laughs> Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Well, you started saying it, so. Um, Miss Anna Kendrick. What were you gonna say that I shouldn't have said it? No, I was gonna tell you if you did have a runner-up, just include them because you can't do oh. Anne Hathaway now. Oh, I did have it. I do have a run up. Okay. Run up. Sorry, what is wrong with me? I literally I had don't... one glass of wine and I'm like feeling it. What? It's a good thing I ate. Um, okay. Uh, so let's go into Anna Kendrick. Where do you think she was born, i.e.? Um I don't know, like somewhere in the Midwest. <laughs> Portland, Maine. Good, good try though. <laughs> so close. Um, she is 34. She was born in 1985. 
She her first starring role was in the 1998 Broadway musical High Society. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? I do not. Uh, she later made her feature film debut in the musical comedy Camp, which I also don't know what that is. No, I don't know what that is. Kendrick rose to prominence for her supporting role as Jessica Stanley in. Jessica Stanley. The Twilight Saga from 2008 to 2012. Oh, that was her debut. Yeah, her starring role in Jason Reelman's comedy uh, comedy drama film Up in the Air, which was released in 2009, received praise and critics for a nomination for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. Wow, I didn't know that for Up in the Air. Um, she was okay in that, I guess. She achieved further recognition for her starring role as Becca Mitchell in Pitch Perfect, the series, 2012 uh, Kendrick also had starring roles in the comedy drama 50-50, the crime drama End of Watch, the musical fantasy Into the Woods 2014, the drama Cake, the adult comedy Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, that was so funny, the animated comedy Trolls, and the mystery thriller comedy A Simple Favor, and she published a memoir in 2016 titled Scrappy Little Nobody, which I have read, and it's amazing. So she her Wikipedia page is not very long. Okay, Jackie over there typing away. Sorry. Um, she is the daughter of Janice, an accountant, and William Kendrick, a history teacher who also works in finance. Her uh, okay, I guess we don't need to know that. Uh, Kendrick is of English, Irish, and Scottish descent. Great. Huh. Um. So 2008 to 2011 were Twilight and Up in the Air. And then really when she busted out onto the scene was 2012 in uh, Pitch Perfect and then Into the Woods. And what I'm looking for and I am not seeing is her starring role in the – oh, here it is. Okay. Uh, At – the Toronto International Film Festival in September 2014, Kendrick was featured in two films. She starred in the musical romance The Last Five Years, an adaptation of the off-Broadway musical of the same name, while the film itself received mixed reviews. I don't know why. It's amazing. No. Kendrick garnered widespread critical acclaim for her performance. She also played a supporting role in the comedy drama Cake. I still don't know what that is. Um, No. She was next seen played uh, playing Cinderella in Disney's Into the Woods. I forgot she played Cinderella. Um, and da, 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 da. Kendrick played a supporting role in Digging for Fire. I've never heard of that, but then she was in Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, Kendrick will star in the, in two television series. Kendrick First, Kendrick will star in the Quibi comedy series Dummy. Oh my gosh, again. Shortly thereafter, Kendrick will star in the HBO Max romantic comedy anthology series Love Life. Kendrick will also serve as the executive producer on both series. Interesting. Hmm. Um, so obviously she was amazing in Pitch Perfect. I love her in the last five years. I think she she was pretty good at Up in the Air. Oh, her single that went three times platinum is Cups. Jesus Christ. Seriously. The Pitch Perfect soundtrack. Um, I don't know what High Society is, but apparently that was her like breakout. Scrappy Little Nobody. Um, okay, let's go on her IMDb. Up in the Air, Pitch Perfect, Into the Woods, Trolls. 
Oh, how I could we like forget? The... Um, what? the what's it called? The Christmas one. Oh, Noel. The... Noel. Did Kringle. you actually watch that? No. But now that uh, I have Disney Plus, I can. It's really good. You should definitely watch it. She was on the Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. Uh, she a thing called the Human Discoveries. I don't know what that is. I feel no. like we don't really like that many things she's in. Like I feel like we haven't seen a lot of it. Um, I like Pitch Perfect. I like Pitch Perfect Two. I like Pitch Perfect Three. I like The Last Five Years. I like Into the Woods. I like um. I feel like I like Up in the Air. I feel like I would like Trolls if I saw it. I like <laughs> Twilight. Okay. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's a lot. So, F off. And I like I like Oh, I wasn't insulting. I was just saying I feel like I haven't seen like a lot of her stuff. But I guess now, I have. Where is her like personal life? She has a funny Twitter. We all know that. Okay, I don't we see all, we all know that. I don't see anything in here about her personal life. Wow, like secret kept tight. She is sneaky. I guess, yeah, Nothing? I just have early life. Nope, I know where she went to high school. Good. Did she graduate? Uh, it just says she attended mm. before Maybe entering the entertainment out. business, so probably not. She Wouldn't was, that be nice? We could have skipped all this school and just been famous. <laughs> Literally, I made that bitch famous. Anna Kendrick, boyfriend? Or is she dating Jeremy Jordan? Maybe. Anna Kendrick and her longtime boyfriend, Ben. Okay, what the hell, Wikipedia? Literally, after two seconds, I can find this and you can't find shit. Anna right. Kendrick steps out with Who boyfriend Ben these? Richardson after internet tries to set her up with hockey player. Oh, remember the hockey player situation? No. There was this hockey yeah, player. You're making that me kept... think of Hillary Duff. No, there was this hockey player that kept tweeting at her, and she was finally like, no, "Sorry, I'm not gonna go we... out with that." Please don't. <laughs> um, Anna Kendrick and her longtime boyfriend Ben Richardson are still going strong as a couple. Uh, they were on a date on December 29th. Are we gonna find out who Ben Richardson is? Let's see here. Your voice um, is, like, very crackly. Uh, Anna Kendrick and her boyfriend Ben Richardson hold hands while crossing the street during a day out in Miami, Florida on Wednesday, July 11th. The 32-year-old actress and the 34-year-old British cinematographer were spotted landing in town earlier this week. Anna's upcoming movie, A Simple Favor, is hitting theaters in September, and she will be busy promoting the film later in the summer. Um, what is up... With people dating fucking British cinematographers. I don't know. Like, like, what is the appeal? Can we get over that? Oh, he's gross, too. He's like fucking Joe Alwyn. Oh, <sighs> no. Maybe they're brothers. Oh, probably. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's British is a brother. <laughs> or everybody who's British, they are all brothers. Yeah. No, thank you. All right. I Back to you, ma'am. Okay, so my next pick is Julie Andrews. Oh. <laughs> is this the Cinderella? Is this the um, a Princess Diaries Awards? It could be, yeah. 
Um, I didn't mean for it to be, but you, she is. What if you picked Sandra O oh as your third one? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Sandra O. Oh. No, it's the actress who plays the mom. Um, or no, Lily. <laughs> Ew. Oh, my God. Okay, Shut I'm going to run to the restroom. You can keep going. I... Okay, so to be honest, like, as I was sitting here criticizing Kev for not seeing many Anna Kendrick movies, even though he has, um, I feel like I have not actually seen many Julie Andrews movies, um, but I just think that she is just, like, the most adorable old lady, and she's so classy and elegant, and I just love her so much, and she, so I'll give you a little bit of background so she is a dame, Julie Andrews. Even I was just criticizing British people, but she's fine. Um, she is an English actress, singer, and author. Um, she, Andrews, a child actress and singer, appeared in The West End in 1948, and she made her Broadway debut in The Boyfriend in 1954. Crazy. So she was born in 1935, so she's 84 right now. She's really getting up there. I hope that she is protected during this time. Um, so she was billed as Britain's youngest prima donna, and she rose to prominence starring in Broadway musicals such as My Fair Lady in 1956, where she played Eliza Doolittle. And she probably Pamela. has a long discography, huh? Yeah, but it's a lot of like stage acting, which is cool. Like she really got her start like on Broadway. But, but isn't so did does she not have an EGOT or she has an EGOT? Oh, um, she probably doesn't I, have an Emmy. No, she has two Emmys. Oh, she has. What do you have to have? She has an Oscar, Grammy, Grammy, Emmy. Oscar, she should Tony. Have she should have a Tony if she's on Broadway, right? Did Julie Andrews. Eva. I'm not seeing it. Did Julie Andrews die? Whoops. Oh no. Julie Andrews has yet to achieve EGOT bragging rights herself. Dame Julie Andrews has been a part of big part of Hollywood for a long time. Uh, How has she not gotten a Tony? She was literally on Broadway. Broadway. Maybe, maybe when she was on Broadway, she like the Tonys didn't exist yet because it was in, in like, 19, the 50s. Yeah, in 1964, Mary Poppins earned her an Oscar. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll just continue. Okay. Um. So, in 1957, she starred in the premiere of Rodgers and Hammerstein's written-for-television musical Cinderella. Did you know that Cynthia Nixon is just missing an Oscar? She has an Emmy, a Grammy, and a Tony? Why does she have a Grammy? Uh, For... She lent her voice to Al Gore's audio version of his global warming book, An Inconvenient Truth, for which he took home a Grammy. I'm sorry, but you should not be able to receive a Grammy for an audiobook. Wait, don't say that, I.E. Hillary Clinton. Come on. I still kind of think that. Like, you're oh. not singing. Okay. Uh, sorry. I don't know. Okay. Another unpopular opinion. So... She so that she was in Cinderella, which was a live network broadcast seen by over a hundred million viewers, and that was in wow. 1957. Crazy. Um, she made her feature film debut in Mary Poppins in 1964, and she won the Academy Award for Best Actress for her performance in the title role. And then she starred in The Sound of Music, which is my favorite in the movie, title role in 1965, <laughs> playing Maria Von Trapp. Um, and she won the Golden Globe 
Award for Best Actress, Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical. And then throughout the years, um, she was in just like a bunch of random stuff that I don't really know. Um, The Americanization of Emily, Hawaii, Torn Curtain, Thoroughly Modern Millie, Star, The Tamarind Seed, 10, SOB, and Victor slash Victoria, That's Life, and Duet for One. Um, And then after 1986, her workload decreased. She appeared in two films in 1991 and then not again until 2000. Um, her career and that was had a Princess bit of a, Diaries. Her career had a bit of a revival starting in the 2000s with her role, central roles in the Shrek series as Queen Lillian. <gasps> oh my god, I forgot. What? Yes. Um, and then in the Princess Diaries and its sequel oh as Queen Clarice gosh. Rinaldi. Um, and then she was also in the Despicable Me series as Gru's mother, Marlena. I did not um, know that. That, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, is there something in there about how she had a throat injury? Yeah, I think we'll get to that later. Okay, go ahead. Um, so she has also worked hosting performance shows such as Great Performances and then narrating documentaries such as the 2004 Emmy winning series Broadway, The American Musical. That would actually be interesting to watch. Um, And then in 2000, she was made a dame by Queen Elizabeth II for services to the performing arts. That's pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. I would love to see a picture of Queen Elizabeth. Like, I don't know what you do. Do it. Let me look for it. Daming her. Um, And then what else? Every time you say dame, I think you're going to say Judy Dench. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She really overuses that title. There's a nice um, pic of them holding hands or oh um, my gosh. You know, handshake. Holding hands. Do you find now that when you're watching things, you are like, I'm like, oh why are gosh, they? You shouldn't be touching. Hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this was filmed 10 years ago. Um, okay. And then in 2002, she was ranked number 59 in the BBC polls, 100 Greatest Britons. Um, in 2003, she revisited her first Broadway success, this time as a director with a revival of The Boyfriend. And then... What's that? I'm not sure. And this is just talking about her, those movies that we talked about. Um, so she's won an Academy Award, a BAFTA, five Golden Globes, three Grammys, two Emmys, the AFI Life Achievement Award, wow. the Screen Actors Guild Lifetime Achievement Award. She got a Kennedy Center honor. Um, and Disney Legends Award. My goodness. Um, and then she's also written two books. She wrote um, a memoir called Home, a memoir of my early years, and then Homework, a memoir of my Hollywood years in 2019. That like just came out recently, which I would like to read. Um, so she doesn't have a Tony. That's what it is, right? She doesn't, which makes no sense. That's literally, she got her start in theater. Literally makes People no are sense. morons. People are literal fucking morons. Um, so she was, um, she was born in England. Um, I don't know. This is just a bunch of stuff about like World War II. Um, Oh, what was her, what was her role there? So, okay. It says that Andrews was conceived as a result of an affair that her mother (gasps) had with a family friend. Oh my goodness. 
She only discovered her Jacques. She only discovered her true parentage from her mother in 1950, and it was not publicly disclosed until her 2008 autobiography. I did not know that. Um, so her parents got divorced um, during World War II, and yeah, and then Andrews lived briefly with Ted Wells. That's her actual father, I think. Um, And in 1940, Ted Wells sent young Julia to live with her mother and stepfather, who the elder Wells thought would be better able to provide to his talented daughter's artistic training. Mm. Um, According to the 2008 autobiography, while Julia had been used to calling Ted Andrews Uncle Ted, her mother suggested it would be more appropriate to refer to her stepfather as Pop. Um, The Andrews family was very poor and they lived in a bad slum area of London. She said, this was a very black period in my life. According to Andrews, her stepfather was violent and an alcoholic. Oh my gosh. And Ted Andrews twice while drunk tried to get into bed with his stepdaughter, (gasps) resulting in Andrews fitting a lock on her door. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, as the stage career improved, they were able to afford better surround. Wow. So they like lived they off really of her. Pull, they pulled out of it. Um, okay. Sorry. There's just a lot here. Yeah. This was a good one. Cause she has a pretty long history. I'm seeing when she was 13, she performed for the queen and queen Elizabeth was so impressed with the performance that she later told Andrews, you sang beautifully tonight. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay, so then she eventually moved to the... So, in 1954, on the eve of her 19th birthday, she made her Broadway debut in The Boyfriend. I feel like I've heard of that. I feel like I know... I have not heard of that. I feel like I know a song from this. Something from, like, in high school. Maybe not. Um, Should we read her memoir? Maybe she has two of them. Sounds good. Yeah, she is like a really, I listened to her. They interviewed her on some talk show. It was like a multi, multiple series thing, like when her newest book came out. And it was really interesting. Because She was, was on Good about, Morning like, America last week. Yeah, I watched two minutes of it. Um. Okay, there's, okay, here's the part about the loss of her singing voice. Okay. So Andrews was forced to quit the show towards the end of the Broadway run in 1997 when she developed a hoarseness in her voice. She subsequently underwent surgery at New York's Mount Sinai Hospital to remove oh. the non- Oh my God, she literally had nodes. <laughs> was she in Pitch Perfect? Yeah, to remove non-cancerous nodules from her throat. I think that's what that is. It does not say that here. It just says a vocal cord surgery that damaged her crystalline singing voice. Well, yeah, she had to have these things removed from her throat. So I think that's wow. what. So it says she emerged from the surgery with permanent damage that destroyed the purity of her singing and gave it a rasp and gave a rasp to her speaking voice. Um, oh, she so it was an accident. Wait, it says, what was the accident? It says Andrew stated in 2010 that it was due to a certain kind of muscular striation that happens on the vocal cords as a result of strain 
from Victor slash Victoria adding, I didn't have cancer. I didn't have nodules. I didn't have anything. Oh. But they still gave her the surgery. It says in 1999, she filed a malpractice suit against the doctors at Mount Sinai. Oh, my God. Um, I wonder if those are the same people that killed Joan Rivers. Um, <laughs> you hate those people. I, I know. I don't know why. I didn't even like her that much, but she should not have died. <laughs> Originally, the doctors assured Andrews that she would regain her voice in six weeks, but Andrews' stepdaughter said in 1999 it's been two years and her singing voice still hasn't returned. The lawsuit was settled in September 2000 for an undisclosed amount. That is just so sad. That's terrible. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, it says, subsequently, from 2000 onwards... This guy who's the director of Massachusetts General Hospital for <gasps> laryngeal surgery and voice oh. rehab operated on her four times and while able to improve her speaking voice, <clears throat> was unable to restore her singing. Oh, my God. Of course, people get fucked up at Mount Sinai and then they come to Mass General. See, a uh, golden standard. Is it that good of a hospital? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, but she still has kept busy um, on different projects, and she I still can't sang, believe that she was wrong. in the Prince's Diaries, and she sounded great. True. Yeah, she sounded amazing. Her and Raven, in your, Simone. In your crowning glory, an excellent yeah. song that I've definitely had on my iPod before. Um, oh, and then she was also in the movies based on Eloise. The Eloise at the Plaza. Like, she goes movies. to the Plaza. Yeah, she plays, like, the nanny. What's your favorite role of hers? Definitely the sound diaries. Maria. (laughs) I mean, that's my second, but I'm just thinking of the corn dog. The sound of music is my favorite for sure. I'm happy for you. Um, That was a really good one. I thanks. You weren't too, you weren't too stoked about it at the beginning, but that's okay. I, I just, I, I remember that you like her a lot, so it's good. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, are you ready for my last one, or are you going to do your runner-up? I'm going to do my runner-up, but I think you can probably guess it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm country strong. Oh, Gwyneth. She's just, talk about relevant, like the Goop Lab, see ya. And I watched that movie yesterday, Contagion, that she's in, and she literally is patient zero, and she's amazing. Why did you think I shouldn't watch it? Because I would have been freaked out. Yeah, it's just kind of, it is kind of freaky. Okay, so she was born in LA. She's only 47. She was born in 1972. Um, Her films have grossed $3.3 billion at the US box office and $8.8 billion worldwide. Wow. She has an Academy Award, a Golden Globe, and a Primetime Emmy Award. Um, She gained early notice for her work in the film Seven, Emma. So Emma was the one that was just redone. It's that um, Jane Austen? Jane Austen film, I think? Yeah. Jane Austen book. Um, She garnered wider critical acclaim for her performance as Viola de Lesseps in the historical romance film Shakespeare in Love in 1998, which won her several awards, including the Academy Award for Best Actress. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Um, This role was then followed by the talented Mr. Ripley, the Royal Tenenbaums, Shallow Hal, and Sky Captain in the world. Shallow Hal. So good. 
She earned a nomination for Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama for Proof in 2005. Okay. I don't know what that is. Not sure. Uh, In 2009, Paltrow received a Grammy Award nomination for the Best Spoken Word Album for Children for her children's audiobook, Brown Bear and Friends, and won the Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series for her guest role as Holly Holiday in the Fox musical comedy drama television series Glee in 2011. Wow, I did not know that. You didn't um, know she was on Glee? No. Yeah, she's on Glee. From 2008 to 2019, Paltrow portrayed Pepper Potts in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, she has been the face of Estee Lauder's Pleasures Perfume. She is also the face of American fashion brand Coach, owner of the, a lifestyle company, Goop, and author of several cookbooks. She can really do it all. Paltrow has received severe criticism for the scientific community, from the scientific community and medical professionals for promoting harmful treatments based on pseudoscience through her company, Goop. Goop. Um, her, so she was married to a guy called Chris Martin from 2013. A man called Chris. <laughs> From 2003 to 2016. And then she married Brad Falchuk in 2018. We'll get to that in a little bit. Because she... I don't think she lives with him. Um, Okay. Her godfather is the director Steven Spielberg. Interesting. I did not know. She's very well connected in the acting community. Um, Her cousin is Rebecca Paltrow Newman whose spouse is the Israeli-American millionaire Adam Newman, founder of WeWork. Oh, wow. Except WeWork is not doing very well right now, so... No. Um, she is... Da, 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 da. Okay, early acting work. Emma. So she kind of had, like... She had a, a leg up, one would say. Um... Let's wow, her thing is also very long. So you know that oh here we go. This is what I wanted. Okay. In the musical drama Country Strong, 2010, she starred as the emotionally unstable country music star who attempts to resurrect her career. She recorded the song Country Strong for the film's soundtrack, and it was released to country radio stations in August 2010. The film received mediocre reviews and grossed a modest 20.2 20.2 million in North America. Okay, you can all fuck off. <laughs> um, the consensus of the review aggregation website Rotten Tomatoes was the cast gave it their all, and Paltrow handles her songs with a plum. What is that? A plum? A what? A P L O M B. A plum? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but Country Strong's cliched, disjointed screenplay hits too many burn notes. Fuck off. At the 83rd Academy Awards, Paltrow performed another song from the movie, Coming Home, which was nominated for Best Original Song. Well, good for her. That makes me so mad because Country Strong is literally the same plot as A Star is Born, basically, and, like, A Star is Born did so well. Exactly. It's literally just, um, uh, what I was about to say, racism. It's literally just discrimination against Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Uh, Oh, so she is the... She's the substitute for Mr. Shu. Cool. Yeah. I just Help remember she she sings that song, that CeeLo yeah, Green too. song. Uh, she later performed Forget You with CeeLo Green himself. Oh, 
Several puppet <laughs> characters provided by the Jim Henson Company at the 2011 Grammy Awards. Interesting. Um, she was in the Glee Live concert in 2011. She appeared in the film Contagion, featuring an ensemble cast cons- consisting of... Um, Oh, this was some big was saying this yesterday. Mar- Marion Cotillard. Do you know who that is? Marion Cotillard. Yeah, thank you. Um, she was in that yesterday, uh, or she was in Contagion, which I watched yesterday. Kate Winslet and her talented Mr. Ripley co-stars Matt Damon and Jude Law. Uh, Great. Then she was Pepper Potts. Uh, improvised online series Web Therapy. She starred in The Thing with Johnny Depp. Paltrow was featured on the track Everglow, which included in was included in Coldplay's seventh studio album. Interesting. In June 2017, Paltrow announced that she would take a break from acting to focus on her business, Goop, stating, I'm still going to do a little bit here and there, but the company really requires almost all of my time. In 2019, she reprised her role in Avengers Endgame, um it grossed two billion dollars at the box office jesus um uh, she appeared in the netflix comedy drama the politician playing the mother of ben platt's character the series received mixed reviews from critics with paltrow's performance receiving praise um she is a save the children ambassador and she raises awareness on about world pneumonia day she is the board on the board of the Robin Hood Foundation. Um, she hosted a Democratic fundraiser attended by President Barack Obama at her pr- private residence in Los Angeles. Um, and, oh, in May 2019, Paltrow and actor Bradley Whitford hosted a fundraiser for Democratic presidential candidate Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Interesting. Yeah. Um, she has a bunch of audiobooks, so congrats on that. Um, Estee Lauder, great. Um, let's see here. Goop. Okay, so we could go into this for a long time, but basically they released the Goop Lab, a documentary series. The six-part show promotes Goop and covers pseudoscientific topics in energy healing, the use of psychedelic drugs, cold therapy, anti-aging, mediumship, and female sexuality. Critics argued that granting Goop access to the Netflix p- platform was a win for pseudoscience. Sorry. Cool. I was not a huge fan of that show. On January 27th, 2020, Truth in Advertising Watchdog filed a complaint with the District Attorney of California alleging that Goop has continued to engage in deceptive marketing. The complaint alleges that Goop claims their products are clinically proven to treat such symptoms as anxiety, depression, OCD, and more. Um, She also does stuff with food. Oh my gosh, and then this is her personal life. Sorry, I just want to see... Where she was like conscious uncoupling. Wasn't that her? Conscious uncoupling? Unconscious uncoupling or something. Uh, Oh my gosh. In 2017, Paltrow said that during the filming of 1996 movie Emma, producer Harvey Weinstein made unwanted sexual advances towards her. My gosh. She confided in her ex-fiance Brad Pitt who confronted Weinstein at an industry event. Weinstein later warned Paltrow not to tell anyone else. In 2017, Paltrow was a major source for an article written by the New York Times investigative journalist um, about Weinstein's alleged uh, sexual misconduct. Oh I think, gosh. honestly, the the thread that I'm seeing here is that all the people I chose were like literally 
uh, assaulted. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone in Hollywood was assaulted at some point. Julie Andrews wow. was almost by her father. Oh my gosh. Uh, this is the last thing I'll just say. January 2019, retired optometrist Terry Sanderson sued Gwyneth Paltrow for $3.1 million, claiming that three years earlier she collided with him on a ski slope of Deer Valley Resort in Park City, Utah, causing him permanent traumatic brain injury. Paltrow countersued Sanderson in February, claiming that he was the one who crashed into her. She sought a symbolic $1 in damages as well as repayment of her legal fees. Wow. Wow. She's Crazy. she's an open book. She's a lot going on. She has a lot going on. All right, Ayi, let's wrap up here with yours. All right. Do we have enough time? Yeah. Okay, cool. So forget my and forget her too. My last person is Kristen Wig. <gasps> yes. <laughs> um, and this is yet another one that I can't say I've liked her in that many things, but the things that <laughs> I do like her in. Thanks, but I'm excited. No, to she see really has Yeah. So she, um, Kristen Carol Wig. I almost said Carol King. <laughs> she <laughs> was born on August 22nd, 1973, and she was born. Do you want to guess where she was born? Uh, Kristen Wiig, probably like New York. Somewhere, I think it's like upstate New York, but yes, New York. But um, she was raised in both Lancaster, PA, and Rochester, New York. And then she later relocated to LA, where she broke into comedy as a member of the improv group The Groundlings. And then she made her TV debut in 2003. SNL. Oh, no, um, not she, SNL. No, not yet. But she joined the cast of SNL in 2005, and then nice. in the following year, she appeared in the Christmas comedy film Unaccompanied Minors. Huh. Um, she also appeared in a series of supporting roles in comedy films such as Knocked Up, which is a great movie, mm-hmm. um, Adventureland, which LOL was filmed at Kennywood, um, <laughs> Whip I it forget that. and Paul. And then she starred in and co-wrote the screenplay for the comedy film Bridesmaids of 2011, which is. I didn't know she most... co-wrote that. Yes. That's why it's so funny. Wow. Oh it's brilliant. Um, And then the film earned her a Golden Globe Award and nomination for Best Actress, Musical or Comedy, as well as nominations for the BAFTA and Academy Award for Best Original Screen. She was Bridesmaids was Oscar nominated. I did not realize that. I didn't either. Wait, for um, like Best Movie? Best Film? For Best Original Screenplay. Oh, my gosh. And then a SAG Award nomination for Outstanding Performance by a Cast. Um, and then she provided her voice in a few animated things, such as Despicable Me, How to Train Amazing. Your Dragon. She's really good in that. Um, and then she was also in The Spoils of Babylon, Girl Most Likely, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, The Skeleton Twins. I love that movie. Which one? The Skeleton Twins? Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, Welcome to Me, The Diary... Of a teenage girl, The Martian, Ghostbusters, Downsizing, Mother, and Where'd You Go, Bernadette, which I just recently watched, and it was really good. so good in that. She was not in it enough. Um, And then, so obviously, like, SNL is, like, one of her shining moments, and she has a lot of amazing impressions that she does on their... um, to name a few of the best ones, <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford, Drew Barrymore, 
um, Taylor Swift, Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris oh Jenner, Kim Cattrall. Really? Um, Kate Gosselin. Who else do I know? Julie Chen from Big Brother. <laughs> you love that. Dina Lohan. So basically she is just like one of the funniest people alive. She's like the person who like really got me into SNL as a whole. Like she, that's when I really first started watching it. And then she has her other characters like Gilly, Target Lady, Penelope, just to name a few. Um, so basically she is so funny. There's not much on here about her personal life, but she married actor Hayes Hargrove in 2005. They divorced in 2009. And then after three years of dating, Wig became engaged to actor Avi Rothman in 2019. And also, which I did not realize and I'm not very happy about right now, she endorsed presidential candidate Bernie Sanders in 2016. <gasps> I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not yeah. know that. Ugh. No, me neither. So, I still love her, though. That's good. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, let's see if she's in anything coming up. So, she's where is she? 1985 go? or whatever that the new Wonder Woman thing is. Right. I don't know when that is coming out. 2020. I'm sure it'll be delayed, though. I think it already was delayed. Um, A Boy Called Christmas. Barb and Star <laughs> go to Vista Del Mar. I don't know what those are. Um, But yeah, basically, she is hilarious. I wouldn't say she's like this all-star actress, but I think she's great. And I think she needs to be in more. And I think she needs to write and star in more movies because I think that is just really where she shines. Amazing. She's really incredible. So, and then my runner up was going to be possibly Emily Blunt. Um, oh, okay. Possibly Emma because, Stone. Because we were talking about um, uh, Devil Wears Prada. No, Emma, I, I thought Emma that Stone, mm, not really. I know. Yeah, I like her. I mean, I just really like Easy. I can't think of people that I'm like, oh my gosh, they've been in all of these movies and I love them. Like someone like right. Reese or Anne Hathaway. Um, um, I do want to circle back to Gwyneth Paltrow in 2019. She said that she and her husband, Brad, lived together four days a week to keep their re relationship fresh. Um, they don't live together full time. Okay. That was last year, though, so I don't know if it's different this year. We but need an okay. update. We need a goop date. Um, all she right. She kind of looks like Jess. Wait, what's his name? Eh, not really. Never mind. Brad Falchuk. Falchuk. F-A-L-C-H-U-K. He doesn't look that much like Jess. Sorry. No. <laughs> he looks young, though, but I'm glad for her. He looks he kind of looks like Scott Disick. Or no, he uh -oh. looks like, not Scott Disick. He looks like Kim's friend, Food God. <laughs> so do you think maybe Jonathan. maybe next time we'll do like reality stars or something? Or like, yeah, that would be good. I don't know. What else could we do? What, what other categories could we do? You know, what we should do is like musical. Like we should award Tonys and we should award one to Julie Andrews. We should. For the people who have been oversighted. And she, I mean, she's old, so, like, I, she's probably not going to EGOT, and that just makes me very sad. Like, she needs an honorary. Wouldn't something. you, like, if you were just a director, wouldn't you just choose her to be in something so she would just get a Tony? Like, if I were the Tony people, I would just give it to her. 
Exactly. But then do you want it to be handed to you, you know? A little bit, just so she can EGOT before she dies. I know. Like, I would, if I could go to my grave with an EGOT, my life would be better, but I'm not even close. (laughs) (laughs) You are a hop, skip, and a jump away from an EGOT, (laughs) IE. Wow, did you just, like, spit? <laughs> was that, like, a spit take? <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was so funny. If you could go to your grave with an EGOT, okay. I... What oh, would your God. Tony be for? Um, Alice in Wonderland at the Deer Lakes High School, and then your Grammy would be for, um, I don't know, like, something at karaoke at fucking, like, Cush's apartment. My apartment. You know what I was thinking the other day that would be, like, a dream job for me? it would be like one of the anchors on like the morning show. Really? Minus the assault. <laughs> yeah. Minus the button that closes all the but doors. But I think that would be such a cool job because like, you're still like delving into journalism. Like you get to meet a lot of famous people. You're on like a major yeah, network. The interviews are cool. The interviews are super cool. They get to like, you're not like, so low down is like oh you're on e-news like e-news is great and you get to interview a lot of celebrities Julianne but like you don't get to interview sex. like obama you know what i mean yeah. like in that role like you still get those high up people but you're still like a little lighter like i would like to be able to do like kathy lee and hoda you on be kathy lee and hoda yeah. yeah yeah but then you also be like gail king no, no i don't like her oh okay why not but yeah but like a similar role yeah Or I would like to be like Hoda and Savannah. Okay. So. All right. Close us out here, ma'am. We've literally been rambling for over an hour. I know. Like, what have we even said? Okay. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion podcast. Um, Be sure to check us out on Instagram at That's the Worst pod and on Twitter at That's the Worst underscore. Always lots of fun, quality, engaging content on there for you to follow along with. Um, And also leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Literally just like Facebook DM me. Love it. Yeah. Just like, please give us some form of validation because that's. Send me a letter. Yeah, please send me a letter, but please be sure to sanitize it beforehand. Um, All right. So we are Kevin Ayi, and that was literally the worst.